Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. News and stuff right after this. On our way, on our way to Columbus, Ohio. Four o'clock this afternoon, I get to speak on Invisible War of the Saints. Victor or victim. Going to be an eye-opener for that audience there at the Embassy Suites. They're the airport in Columbus, Ohio. Southwest Radio Church, Clarity to the Chaos Prophecy Conference. Biggest of the year. I can't wait to share a few thoughts and the debut, of course, of our brand new book. That's where it's going to be unveiled and available. Got your copy yet? InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com. Sure, you can get a copy today and... If you want to get one signed, we'll work that one out. I asked him exactly how he did that. We'll be <laughs> getting writer's cramps over there in Ohio. I think we're going to do it over there. Anyway, thank you so much for your prayers. For those of you that have gotten your order in for Invisible War on the Saints, thank you. For those that regularly pray for Greg Pat Ministries and Hello World, we are indeed so very, very grateful. I think I love you. What in the world is going on? No real normal in America anymore. A massive manhunt underway today in Maine after a mass shooting that spanned two locations on Wednesday night. 22 dead, 30 wounded. Late last night at a news conference, they weren't confirming the exact number of, uh, of dead. While the suspect has not been identified, the Lewiston Police Department identified 40-year-old Robert Card of Boyden, Maine, as a person of interest. According to the internal bulletin, Card is a firearms instructor and has military experience. A law enforcement sources said authorities are aware that Card may have a police scanner and could be actively listening to some of their movements. The FBI has added dozens of agents to the scene over the last few hours to assist local law enforcement. SWAT teams also on the ground and being mobilized. What in the world? Card is believed to be in the Army Reserve, stationed out of Seiko, Maine. And as if you need this warning... Authorities say that he is considered dangerous and armed. Really. Information has it that uh, Card was recently committed to a mental health facility for two weeks over this summer. The Lewiston Public School Superintendent Jake Langinus said school is going to be closed. He had some other interesting comments like this. Stay close to your loved ones. Embrace them. Our prayers go out to all those who lost someone tonight. Our prayers go out to all those working to stop further loss of life in our area. Updates will be coming. What an awful night in Maine. This story developing. An unbelievable event. 29 people killed in Maine all of last year. At least 22 last night. It's the new America. A flood of evil. They're holding off. Israel has agreed to delay an expected invasion of Gaza, at least for now, so that the United States can rush missile defenses to the region to protect U.S. troops there. That, according to the Wall Street Journal yesterday. U.S. officials so far have persuaded Israel to hold off until U.S. air defense systems can be placed in that region as early as next week. Israel is also taking into account in its planning the effort to supply humanitarian aid inside Gaza 
as well as diplomatic efforts to free hostages held by these demonic-led terrorists. Hamas. Hamas. Threats to U.S. troops were of a paramount concern. Washington scrambling to deploy nearly a dozen air defense systems, including for its troops serving in Iraq, Jordan, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Syria, and the United Arab Emirates. Wait a minute, are you sure about this story? Better double check here. Took three weeks without a Speaker of the House. Yesterday, the House voted to elect Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana. He secured the gavel without losing any GOP votes. The final tally, 220 for Johnson, 209 for House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. Here are the key things to know. Johnson is a Trump ally. Oh, yeah. The Speaker was a key congressional figure in the failed efforts to overturn the 2020 election of former President Donald Trump, of President Donald Trump. He sent an email from a personal account in 2020 to every House Republican soliciting signatures for a a brief in the long-shot Texas lawsuit seeking to invalidate electoral college votes from multiple states. It's an, This is an old story, but hey, you know it was all phony, and I don't care what they say. A million to one that, uh, oh, we've got the real president in the white. Sure you do. What a bunch of... Oh, never mind. New Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson from Louisiana, a goober, they say. What does that mean, anyway? Well, it happened last week, and the question is, will he get away with murder? The rich, how do they do this? An ex-star high school baseball player barreling down the Pacific Coast Highway at 100 miles an hour in Malibu last week when he killed four Pepperdine University sorority sisters. Fraser Bond, 22, pleaded not guilty Wednesday to four counts, each of malice murder, vehicular manslaughter for the deaths of these four girls. Bond was allegedly speeding at 104 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone of stretch highway there known as Dead Man's Curve for the high number of fatal accidents there. In an interview with detectives after the wreck, bomb allegedly admitted that he might have been texting when he ran into the four girls. We'll see how that one turns out, huh? He's very rich, by the way. Here comes the warning out of Kentucky from U.S. Senator Rand Paul, a graduate of Duke University School of Medicine. He was one of the most vocal critics in the decision by American officials to protect more or less China during the COVID-19 pandemic. It is, experts now agree, probable that the deadly virus did come out of a Chinese lab, and they were working on procedures to make viruses, especially bat viruses, more lethal, of course. In an interview with the Daily Mail, Paul said the new th next new threat very likely is going to come from that nation because Chinese officials continue to manipulate those viruses now. The report they say Chinese experimenters are tinkering with a variety of pathogens that have high probability of infecting people. He said the actions are incredibly dangerous. Of course they are. He suggests that there should be an internal treaty or something close to it to oversee and regulate research that carries such potential dangers. Well, I'm sure China will be all on board for that one. 
It's the latest report, and uh, you'll say, I already knew that, Greg. Of course you did. For years already, there have been high levels of concern that sleeper cells of terrorists are now infiltrating the United States by crossing its southern border illegally. One of President Donald Trump's main concerns and the reason for his creation of a number of security measures to crack down on such trafficking, he knew. I think Biden does too, but it's part of the program to destroy America. After all, they came in illegally. It was a terror cell of radical Islamists who hijacked four jets and killed nearly 3,000 people back on 9-11. Trump even tried to restrict unlimited immigration from nations that sponsor or at least allow terror to exist in their country. Even now, the government labels such aliens when they are encountered special interest aliens. But now a report from the Center for Immigration Studies reveals it has uncovered documentation confirming the Biden administration has been authorizing thousands of SIAs for escorted entries through land ports along the border since at least May of 2021 using CBP-1 online interfaces such as a mobile phone app. The center explained through the program Biden authorized the paroles into the country of some 7,332 SIAs from 24 different countries, including Iran, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Where is my gun? Well, we have one of these just down the street. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation is the epitome of, well, I guess you'd say religious vagueness. What is going on there? What do they believe? Well, it's a place where any belief is welcome. Except, of course, the notion that absolute truth exists. You shall know the truth, it'll set you free. And that it can only be found in one, the true God, the revelation to us. They claim it's all about spiritual freedom in their church, but it's really a religious, well, mess, a free-for-all, if you will. And it's always at the expense of true biblical Christianity and the Bible. In their quest for radical inclusivity, they've abandoned moral clarity for some sort of a hodgepodge of conflicting beliefs. It's not a pillar of spiritual truth, like they say. It's a perverse and licentious social club that they kind of act like they're a church. They call themselves a church. One of these congregations recently published their fall decorations on their Facebook page. While some churches are decorating with the autumn leaves and a pumpkin and all kinds of fall decor, we do, I'm sure you do too, this church in Palm Beach, Florida, is decking out their altar in, are you ready, drag pumpkins, because nothing says seasonal demons worship better than uh, drag queens, right? Actually, yes. Like Romans chapter 1 says, those given over to Satan tend to demonstrate it with aberrant, immoral, sexual behavior, perverts, demons flying here and there, weird, gross. And the worst part about it is looking through their Facebook page and seeing all the kids involved in this garbage. Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Palm Beach, Florida. Boy, oh boy. Wait a minute, are you sure this is an exclusive? 
The FBI maintained more than 40 confidential human sources on various criminal matters related to the Biden crime family, including Sleepy Joe, dating back to his time as vice president, according to information obtained by Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. The confidential human sources there provided criminal information to the FBI relating to Biden, James Biden, Hunter Biden, Biden, Biden. Those confidential human sources were managed by multiple FBI field offices across America, including the FBI Seattle field office. But Grassley learned that an FBI task force within the Washington field office sought to, and in some cases successfully, shut down any reporting and information from those sources by falsely, operative word there, falsely discrediting the information as foreign disinformation. That effort caused investigative activity to cease completely. However, despite those efforts by the FBI task force, Grassley said in at least one instance, a confidential human source and its information had been vetted by multiple U.S. attorney's offices, which found no hits to known sources of Russian disinformation. Why, of course not. The Biden crime family moving forward. Where's my Bible? Life on a one right after this. All excited, Southwest Radio Church making it possible for us to do some radio and television interviews from coast to coast on our new book, Invisible War. And there's one more thing I'd like for you to pray about right there, that God uses that in a mighty way. The whole goal comes from Luke 4 and 18 there. A part of that verse says, Jesus Christ came to heal the brokenhearted, set the captive free. That's exactly where we have been headed for 40 years and going to keep on keeping on. Invisible War on the Saints unveiled, well, today in Columbus, Ohio. InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com Here's something for all of us to think about today. Within every person is a yearning for God. Do you think that's true? Well, let me ask you this. It at what point in our lives do we begin to hunger and thirst for the things of God? Do you think it begins when you're saved, salvation? I don't think that it does, because in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 21, God says, The people whom I formed for myself will declare my praise. Now, if God made us for himself, naturally he would place within us then a desire for him, wouldn't he? So if this hungering and thirsting does not begin when a person gets saved, it must be present when we're born. Now, this would mean that every single person has within himself, then, a yearning for God. Now, perhaps you're thinking, if I did not know God until later on in life, how did I possibly have a hunger for him before I ever knew him? This concept may be difficult to grasp at first, but it's no less true. God places a desire for himself within every person. He creates it. It's also true that while some people discover and embrace this desire for God, others never do in their whole lifetime. Let me give you an example. When a child is brought up in a home where he or she is exposed to the Word of God, a home in which the Bible is read and prayers are said and lifted up to Almighty God, this child's going to realize very early in life that God has a place, a purpose, and a plan for his life. 
This child will comprehend that the most important thing in life then is a relationship with God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And having begun to understand God's place in his or her life, then this child will begin to think progressively about God and the loving relationship he offers. I was listening to Charles Stanley recently. He said this happened in his life. He said he began attending church at a young age, even before he knew what was going on. I listened to a lot of sermons. I also have early memories of my mother and her Bible. She would read it to me, even though I did not actually understand the things she was saying. She would also pray for me and call my name out before Almighty God. Without even knowing she was doing so, my mother was helping me to recognize the specific desire and the hunger within me, which was for God. At the age of 12, I trusted Jesus as Savior. My decision was part of the progression of that inborn desire for God that he placed in my heart. I can remember one of my childhood friends, however, who grew up with parents that did not go to church. They did not talk about the Bible or about God at all. When I told this friend that I had been saved, he said, I don't want to hear about that. Even though God had planted a desire for himself within both of our hearts, our lives took different paths. While my mother was wise enough to feed and water my desire for God, my friend was not so fortunate. He ended up in prison. No interest in God. Unfortunately, this situation is not uncommon. When a child has no relationship with God and no one talks to him about God, he begins to look to the things of the world and what it has to offer. And the world has a tremendous menu from which we can feast or drink if we choose to do so. I used to say in my revival messages, compared it this way. Uh, I grew up in the 50s and we had black and white TV. And my goodness, when color first came, it was unbelievable. That's the way it is. God appears to so many to be a black and white, and today's color TV with hundreds, if not thousands of channels to tune into, this is a rough way to go. Satan is a great deceiver. If we don't realize that God has placed within our hearts hunger and thirst that are only satisfied by him, we will likely make choices based upon what looks appetizing and appealing to us. Give me that color TV. When we do that, we're going to find that Satan's offerings are very plentiful. His menu out there, oh, money, power, prestige, all kinds of addictions. And he whispers to you today, seek after these things and you're going to be a happy man or woman. Whatever it takes, feeling good should be your number one priority, says the devil. Christian, we should be saddened today to think about all the things that people do to feel satisfied and accepted in this old world. In contradiction to Satan's worldly offerings, God's menu is small. It's the black and white TV. It contains one single item, but it's the only thing that's ever going to satisfy you or me completely. That's Jesus Christ. And with him comes peace and happiness and joy and contentment and security in this old world, in the new America. We can own many things and attain many great successes, but without Jesus Christ, these things will mean absolutely nothing. You will never, ever be satisfied, never be fulfilled, and you will never have real joy and peace and contentment apart from Him. A life without Jesus is a miserable life. Knowing this, we must cling to the fact that we will never be disappointed by hungering and thirsting after God. 
A relationship with Him is intimate and fulfilling, and the more you hunger and thirst for God, the more of Himself He will reveal to you today, and the more He's going to give you. And here's a puzzle or a mystery of sorts. Our thirst for God will open our eyes to an interesting paradox. While we will always yearn for God, we will at the same time experience satisfaction and peace and a sense of completeness and joy in our lives. This is the mystery and the absolute truth about the nature of our relationship to God. While He always is satisfying us, He is also continually increasing our desire and our hunger then for more of Him. When we act on that hunger and thirst for God, you're not going to allow other things to become competition for Him in your life. Is that a problem? Many people misconstrue this God-given desire for Himself as merely a longing for companionship. They direct their yearning to love and be loved toward people and the things that are not of God. And, and tell me then what happens. You know, Satan always takes advantage. The devil begins to tell us lies, saying, direct your love toward this person or this thing, and they will bring satisfaction into your life. That is a lie. Friend, when we listen carefully to our hearts, God is also speaking. I placed within your heart the desire to love and be loved, he tells us, but I placed them there for you to express that toward me, not someone else. And here's a key. Your relationship with another person will never produce the sense of wholeness that you desire from truly knowing God. And what is more, an increasing intimacy with Jesus Christ conquers any lukewarmness that can exist. When you have a longing in your heart today for God, no one will have to beg you to go to church today. No one will have to plead with you to be baptized. No one will plead with you to tie to live godly before Him. You will want to do these things. Why? Because you're in love with Jesus Christ, who's fulfilling every longing of your heart. He knows the world cannot satisfy you, and in His great love, He wants to provide you with the very best. That's a big deal to Almighty God. How you doing today? Why don't you tell Him that you want the kind of joy He can provide? You want that peace and contentment. Perhaps you've tried everything and nothing has satisfied you. Ask God today to show you the desire within your heart for Himself. This is the one request that God will never overlook because it's what He wants for you above everything else in life. He wants to give Himself to you today, and He knows that He can satisfy every longing of your heart. The wisest thing you can do this moment is to tell God you want Him to cleanse your heart and create within you a desire for Him that is so strong that the world loses its appeal. You will find that nothing in this life compares with a hunger and a thirst for the living God. Why not do it today? And you probably don't need this reminder. Continue to pray for Israel. Continue to pray for all those families in Maine. My, oh my. And remember us speaking today on the Spirit World in Columbus, Ohio for Southwest Radio Church. Thank you, Lord, for the many opportunities you continue to give Greg Patton Ministries day in and day out. It's um, interesting times in which we live. And finally, there's this, an old person's <laughs> humor 
After my 91-year-old mother, this is from a friend, after my 91-year-old mother finished having her hair cut in shape, the stylist, now there you go, you look 10 years younger, ma'am. My mother was unimpressed, he said. She replied, who wants to look 81 years old? <laughs> I get that, do you? Oh, my goodness. Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. News, information, and comment. Join me on Facebook, Greg, Jerry G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And that's the way it is. Thursday, August 26, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless and enjoy the remainder of your day.